welcome to Hey Yes, but... Welcome! Hello! It's been so long since we've seen each other, it feels like. It's been so long... I don't know where that song was going. It's been Wait. one week since you... Recorded with remember. me. Two weeks since we talked about... Buck Lamming. Three days... <laughs> <laughs> since I laughed at you um, Almost a year since Supernatural ended But not quite, I was just too lazy to do the mouth the math It's hard to do math while being sunburnt And do you know how you get sunburnt? <laughs> you go to the beach What a, what a, I think graceful is the word that comes to mind When I have to describe that transition Elegant you're, you're Seamless welcome. Perhaps seamless Boom Not forced, definitely Yeah Ari, how would I have been sunburnt? Uh, you went to the beach, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, or perhaps you, you were correct. construction. Maybe you I, got into tanning recently. You can do that pretty much anywhere there's sun. Um, let's see. Well, this what did else? not go how I thought you it would. <laughs> me and Ari went to the beach. <laughs> you went to the lake. Uh, perhaps you. I don't know, Travis. Why would Ben be sunburned? There's, I mean, there's just a multitude of reasons. You went logging, maybe. I imagine they spend a lot of time out in the sun. Yeah, I mean, if um, you just go outside at all, you have a risk of being sunburned. You, that's why I tunnel everywhere I go. Mm, that's, good, that's a good plan. I, I wish we had tunneled home. i tell you that much. I, ooh, ooh, <laughs> here's another one. You went fishing and you fell asleep. You know what? I did almost fall asleep one of the days that we sat on the beach. You were outside modeling your new um, underwear. And you also I do that. fell asleep during that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do. Uh, we are, we're proud to announce that we are sponsored by Pair of Thieves. Uh, we are absolutely. I don't know what that is. <laughs> they are. They make amazing underpants. They're great. Okay. Uh, they're lovely. They're currently, currently cradling my balls as we speak. I'm sure they nice. are lovely. Unfortunately, uh, they are not sponsoring us. Yet. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Yet. there you go. Yet. There you go. But yeah, uh, Ben and I went to the beach and we didn't invite Travis. Um, I was busy. Uh, yeah. What did we do at the beach, Ari? Uh, we hung out. We went to the beach. Went like actually in the ocean. That's how we got sunburned. Uh, that pesky sun. Um, I... Hmm? I don't know, man. I think just us like sitting in the chairs and getting drunk that first day that we sat on the beach, that's what really got me. Because uh, that second day that we were out, I don't feel like it made the sunburn worse, per se. I also think we were way more judicious with sunscreen the second day. That is very true. Yeah, and we're recording yeah, very late. You gotta, very tired. You gotta put sunscreen on like three days before you go to the beach that's true yeah i went to a water park back when we thought that it was okay to go back outside and i did not get sunburned at all and it was great mm -hmm. i should say I... yes covid is still very much a thing and we did go to florida which is one of the no-no states but to be fair, I mean, we're in a no-no no state. I'm con yeah, I was like, we're also a no-no state. Yeah. Tennessee is also a no-no state, and I've been in Tennessee multiple times in the last three months. We are so. surrounded by no-no states. So it is just, um, it's it's like being in hell, really. It really is. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I see, I see, I see. 
not even other countries. So I do see other countries be like, well, COVID's under manageable levels now, so we're good to open up. But I see other states be like, yeah, COVID's under pretty manageable levels, but we're still masking up and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, holy fucking shit. What? Meanwhile. Yeah, meanwhile. Meanwhile, everyone in charge down here is like, if you ever think about wearing a mask, we'll put you in brain jail. (laughs) Brain jail? Mm, The worst kind. I just got out of brain jail. I'll be honest, guys. Uh, (laughs) Sorry about your brain. Yeah, they put it in sideways. Uh, So if you see me the next time and I'm a little bit taller, that's why. That explains it. Uh, Hey. Hey. Um, yeah, no, at least, I don't know, this is not, I don't want to give, um, K.I.V. literally any, any, uh, excuses or room to stand on, but she did tell people to go get vaccinated, which is at least more than Florida's governor has done. I mean, the bar is on the floor. I know, it's... And it's the she, bar is on it's the bar still, is underground. She still kind of like yeah. did the Ghibli like trip over it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she she didn't fall down, but she did like she like was running too fast over the bar and she kind of stumbled over it. She had to maybe put a hand on the ground, but she was able to pick, pick herself back up. But you're right. It's it's not great. It's definitely really is the bare minimum. I mean, yeah. this the barest minimum more like okay ivy you know what i'm saying yeah boom i don't know i also think she's just like these idiots are not gonna fucking wear their masks inside again and you know what she's she's fucking right like i was thinking about this the other day if there was another mask mandate that went down do you think people in alabama would do it realistically no absolutely not too i think i don't think they would i think they would be like it's my right to be an asshole blah 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 people people barely did it when there was a mask mandate yeah it's just i don't know so what about like can you imagine how well like another safer at home order would go if we went completely back under lockdown I don't People think would it, try to murder the governor. I don't think it would happen. Legitimately, yeah, like they yeah. did in Michigan. I don't think it would happen. I, I, I think it would. I think people would just ignore it. Yeah. And and you know, I mean, like, and I don't just mean like, oh, people just ignore it. Like cops who would be in charge of enforcing it would be like, well, fuck it. I don't want to do this either. Like, yeah. they had to shut down a maternity ward in New York. Because nurses refuse to get the vaccine. Holy shit. Like, yeah. people are just fucking morons, guys. There's just not a good way to look at this. It's bad. Hey, if you're outside of the United States right now, um, Stay we're there, not please. okay. <laughs> yeah, please send help. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. God, just airlift us out, please. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, I know it's not great in, like, other countries, too, but, like, holy shit, the willful ignorance is just, I don't know, against me. Willful ignorance doesn't even feel like a strong enough word. Like, it's just staunchly ignorant. Yeah. Like, asinine, proudly asinine, just yeah. amazingly... And people will say stuff with just the, they will, it's, I've seen so many people be like just so wrongly confident, but 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it, kind it of amazing that we're having this sanctity of life argument all over again with this Texas abortion law. Meanwhile, almost 700,000 people have died from this thing. Yeah. Well, you know. It, it's just amazingly coinkadinkly, you know? Uh, it's, I don't know. It's interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, you know what else is interesting? All the seafood we bought the last day at the beach. <laughs> I was gonna say, what kind, what kind of, what kind of water bugs did y'all buy? Yeah. Oh, so uh, many water bugs. So many water bugs. Oh, they were so, the water bugs were so good. Oh, they're so good. Okay, so we went to um, a seafood mart and picked up seafood for the ride back, which we put in coolers with a ton of ice so that it was perfectly like good um and i got some shrimp Mm -hmm. which i cooked up tonight and then i also got some red snapper which is like my favorite fish and then i got some crabs and some scallops and also roasted garlic Mm, roasted garlic yeah and like a oil thing? I don't know. I spread that bitch on some French bread tonight, and it was very good. It was very good. Nice. Have you ever had roasted garlic? I mean, I've roasted garlic in the oven. Okay, yes, Mm. and then you ate that. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever had it, Ben? Yeah, I believe so. I think uh, Haley gave it to me once. Excellent. Roasted garlic is so good. Um, yeah, 10, 10 out of 10 for roasted garlic. If you guys hadn't had it, I would have been like, pause the recording, drive to my house, I'll meet you there, because I'm not there right now. I need to share with you guys this roasted garlic, it's so good. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, God, yeah. Um, but that's what I got, and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing some cooking. I've had so much seafood, and I love seafood, but it's something I don't get to eat very often, because it's just not as good up here. Um, yeah. So it's really nice to have it, like, you yeah. know, to see where they catch it. I mean, like, at least we are still a state with a coast. Like, I I would still, I, I still feel okay going to, like, a seafood restaurant, even though we're in North Alabama. But, man, you can't be eating seafood while also just, like, the salt is in the air. Mm. Yeah. You can feel the ocean spray on your face as you suck down that crab leg. <laughs> God, and exactly. suck down we did. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I also had some very delicious drinks on my on on the trip. Uh, I had like a peach. It was called Son of a Peach, and I don't remember like what kind of drink it was, but it had thyme as a garnish, and it was very Ooh. good. Um, and then oh, that was orange drink, right? Because we had that at what George's? Yes. Yeah. Um, which was like a brunch place we went to. Yeah, it was, oh God, the food was so good. 10, 10 out of 10 Pensacola, 10 out of 10. So I will say, I don't know. It was definitely one of those things where it's like, yeah, we were just so burnt out and tired and we needed a break. Hell yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, just being in the sun takes a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah. Just something you. about just being at the beach, being in mm-hmm. the sun, walking on the sand. Well, and it's swimming, tough. swimming takes birds. And oh yeah, swimming will fucking wipe you out. Yeah. I'm yeah. not, I'm not a beach person who like is like I can't wait to hang out on a bunch of tiny little pieces of bone and rock. I'm in the ocean. Like, if I'm at the beach, I'm in the water. I'm not fucking around with the sand nonsense. Like, and we got ate up by fish Mm -hmm. um, and fucking stung by jellyfish. And I was still just like, I don't know. Ocean's a pretty big place. We can probably avoid it. Let's go stay here. Um, I saw a school of stingray. And it was very cool. Whoa. Yeah. Damn, where the fuck were y'all? Uh, a magical place, Travis. I think uh, when we when Ari saw the Ray School, that was like what uh, Perdido Key. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we got stung by jellyfish, or I think did Ari? J- yeah, I think all of us got touched by a tentacle or two, if you know what I mean. Nice. Uh, did you we, pee on it? Uh, mm, nope. I, I peed straight up in the air, and then I rolled to catch it on my back. <laughs> uh, I, pe- I peed I on it, in, but it wasn't because of the jellyfish thing. <laughs> but I think we're in like a fucking Gulf breeze. <laughs> yeah, I just woke up and Ari was standing over me just pissing. It was weird. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Don't kink shame yeah. me. <laughs> I wasn't kink shaming you. I was letting the fans know so they can kink shame both of you. <laughs> it was a slick move. But yeah, I think uh, Friday is when uh, we got stung by jellyfish, and that was in Gulf Breeze. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was a great time. I had one of those old fashions, uh, me and Nathan did, uh, where they brought it to you on this dome where they have smoked. Like rosemary, Ooh, fancy, 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 fancy. It was a fucking good old fashioned too. Uh, Bride bought back like several pounds of shrimp, a couple pounds of scallops, some lump crab meat, and uh, some trigger fish, which is really tasty. Mm-hmm. Trigger's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the food that we had down there was fucking awesome. I kind of wish we had gone somewhere different. Friday. Uh, but it was still really, 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 really tasty. We went Friday. Okay, so for context to people who weren't there, which is everyone listening except for like one person probably, <laughs> um, and you and me, we went to a uh, like on Pensacola Beach, um, crabs restaurant literally called crabs and it was very good but it was also like definitely the touristy seafood restaurant right like it's right fucking there it's huge the building is red they've got uh crazy drinks that come in souvenir glasses that taste exactly like wishes and stars uh (laughs) so it definitely you know if you're looking for like a more like hey, this is where, you know, the people of Pensacola like to eat. Like, that's definitely not where we went. Um, But we also were so fucking tired and sunburnt that it was like... Fuck it. Spitting distance from, you know, where we, like, originally parked for the day. 
Yeah. So, like, yeah. we, if you turn to the left while we, where we were sitting, you could see it from where we were sitting at the beach. Uh, okay. It was not far, and I was just dog ass tired. But for real, like, the crab was really good. The drinks were great. Our server lane was really good. Uh, the sushi we had, I forgot about the fucking sushi. Ooh, y'all had sushi. I had uh, ear, uh, eel nigiri, and it was really good. Mm. Uh, always love eel, though. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like this is the equivalent of being like, hey, do you want to see our vacation photos? Except it's in <laughs> podcast form. <laughs> yeah. yeah, check out this... my Instagram, at uh, lumber underscore H underscore Jesus, although I may have changed it when I was drunk the other night to at underscore lumber Jesus. <laughs> So, uh, good luck finding these pictures. I love you. Um, I just want to say that this was a terrible idea, and I hate all of you. What do you hate? All of you. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I had a lot of fun, and I needed a break, and um, I think we're all kind of feeling the burnout just as long as you can stay safe and, you know, I probably won't do another, like, anything like this until the, I don't know, oh, Pandemia Lovato ends, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like this is yeah. going to be the rest of our fucking lives. Yeah. At, at this point, I hope it's not, but I also feel like. I don't want to do anything like this again until like the numbers are in like the triple digits nationwide for like infections. But like even that feels like a bit much to me. I I just want it to be over and I I needed to be out of my house for a while. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I hope you all get a break um when you need it because mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of stress. Um, it's just, yeah. Take care of yourselves, babies. Don't die yeah. or do. Don't, I am not your dad. Yeah, don't skimp on the mental health. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I want to talk about something that I think is very detrimental to all of our mental health. And that's this week's episode of Supernatural. I'm no angel. Travis, what is it about? What could it Um, possibly fucking be about? Tell me the plot of the episode, Travis. What the fuck is this? What is this, Travis? Um. Tell me, Travis. Okay. Tell me, please. So... I'm no angel. Sam and Dean are, uh, they're just chilling in the bunker. And Sam keeps trying to make himself, like, food. Like, he keeps trying to make himself breakfast or, like, a sandwich for lunch. And then Cass keeps showing up behind him. And taking all of his food. And every time Sam catches him and he's like, Cass, that was my food. And Cass is like, ain't I a stinker? (laughs) (laughs) And that's what happens. I'm sorry, I was disassociating. (laughs) 
Roll. Not for those disassociating. <laughs> Roll credits. Roll it, Chief. Roll, Bob. Hey, at least that's more interesting than what's actually going to happen. Ooh, damn. <laughs> anyway, let's watch it. <laughs> Ain't I a stinker? Oh, God. No, no. Where's that from? It's a Bugs Bunny thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. yeah it is. Uh, Travis, you want to give us a breakdown of this episode real quick? Oh, fuck. I don't remember what happened. I watched this episode yesterday. I watched this episode uh, like an hour ago, and I did another one of those things where I was like, I think I could watch a 45 episode minute of television in 20 minutes i think i can maybe if i will it to be faster and i know once i know on netflix you can do things up to like 1.5 speed or whatever um, yeah if i did that i would have no idea what was happening i barely have any idea what's happening ever at all about anything so that just would have been real terrible um, okay, I mean, like, okay, so the thing about this episode is that it's really just a fucking recap of kind of what happens in the first episode, which is Cass wanders around as a human, gets attacked by an angel, uh, Sam and Dean come to the rescue, and um, then the little, like, twist around at the end is that Ezekiel can't stay in Sam's body if Cass is going to be around, so they ask Cass to leave. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Here's my interpretation of those of that situation. It's not that Ezekiel can't stay in Sam's body; it's that he won't. Oh, he just refuses to. Which, like, okay, so we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I want to say first of all, on the record. The biggest crime of this episode to me is that it's boring. Yes. Oh my yeah. god. Like I I could not stay focused on this fucking episode and maybe it's because I started re I actually started playing the remake of Link's Awakening and I, all I want to do is that right now. But Try. god, I could not focus on this fucking episode. I just fucking impossible. The 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 thing the one thing that made me happiest during this episode is the fact that Cass goes by Clarence because yeah. it reminded me of Mextiel and I was like, oh, my, my ship. <laughs> Wait. My ship has come in. Yeah. Does uh, Meg refer does Meg refer to Castile as Clarence at some point? Yes. Yeah, she did. It's been in several episodes. Yeah. If you had watched the uh, the recap uh, it's like one of the last things they show in the recap just to set up that joke yeah. later on oh, in the episode okay. about how, and like even Sam and Dean are like, yeah, it's the reference is lost on, on cast because he's never seen a wonderful life. And Dean is like, what, what are you talking about? And Dean, it's like the Christmas mo- or Sam's like the Christmas movie, you know, like, like, uh, with the famous angel Clarence, it was just really it, like, it would have been funnier if it felt 
not forced, but I did... What you got, Ari? I would have liked a back a flashback scene where uh, Sam and Meg watch "It's a Wonderful Life" together. An exchange, or is it like, are you doing like Christmas in July, or are you thinking like they've got hot cocoa and shit? No, I think they like are hanging out, like for Christmas. <laughs> I, I I think maybe not for Christmas. Maybe they maybe it's like a December twelfth thing. You know, like they're in, yeah. they're getting in the spirit, and like. I don't know. I feel like if Sam showed any interest in anything, Dean would make fun of him um, because Sam's not allowed to have hobbies or desires or wants or anything that's not centered around Dean. So Mm. whenever he does have something that he's passionate about, he gets belittled and uh, gaslighted. Sorry. um, Whoa, that got really dark uh, very quickly. Um, I'm not enjoying Dean this season, which I'm sure yeah. comes to it as a yeah. shock to fucking everybody. Um, but I like this. I, I feel like if Sam were like, I'm really into Christmas, uh, he would get mocked for that pretty much. Um, and maybe Meg is like, you know, I also can't admit that I'm really into Christmas because of the whole, you know, my aesthetic demon thing and so they just like hung out in secret like pre her death I mean this didn't happen but like I don't know maybe it did you know we don't know what Sam was doing for that year that he was with Amelia maybe he and Meg had movie nights fucking maybe yeah someone write me that fanfic please god oh you Uh, definitely know Meg was wearing like cute bunny socks under her like boots and shit oh my god yes I bet she was a hot tub streamer too I bet that she has Christmas sweaters like ugly Christmas sweaters and like has specific because we never learned how she became a demon, so and we don't know how old she was or like when she died. We don't even know Meg's real name, um, mm-hmm. because Meg is the name of the uh, human that she possessed mm-hmm. from season one. But right. she could have like so. We're just I don't know. I've always just kind of assumed that Meg's like a couple hundred years old, but she could be from like eighty two. You know, maybe she yeah. died oh, in yeah. like ninety five, <laughs> and it's just super climbed up the ranks um and absolutely like has a deep love of christmas for her human life wait wasn't wasn't meg um yellow eyes daughter uh, was she or, i think that was a thing or was yellow eyes just creepy do you know what i mean i mean could be both could be both yeah little column a little column bond like, what is a daughter? You know what I mean? Anyways. What is a person? Meg Masters is a super fictional character. Blah, blah, blah. Ultimately, yada, yada, yada. Oh, okay, yeah. According to Wikipedia, not the Supernatural Wiki, Azazel is her dad. But, like, mm. that could be, like, adoptive dad. Yeah. You know, demons can have found family too. Absolutely, True. that is not just for the gays, and it's <laughs> pretty much it—just the gays. I guess I guess the cast is supernatural as well. Whatever. Okay. Anyways, enough about Meg and my deep, deep love for her. Um, 
as well as my like just crushed hopes that Meg Steel will ever be a thing. Back to this episode in specific, I'm no angel. <sighs> Yeah. Um. Would you like to know what it's about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh. Okay. Wait, I remembered a part of it is that there's angels led. There's basically an, an angel faction led by an angel named Bartholomew. Who is? He's basically like put a hit out on Castiel, mm-hmm. and is also using his influence over an evangelical pastor to find uh, vessels for his buddies. Yep, that's the thing. See, like so much of this got introduced. And I already feel so much of it getting dropped. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, like, I I am already like, I bet we'll see Bartholomew maybe one more time. You think so? Yeah. I think the, okay. So, I do think the use of like a um, very religious like evangelical pastor like the angels finding that guy and manipulating him is Mm -hmm. very interesting also yeah i kind of wonder how like because evangelical pastors not to paint with a broad brush but they do tend to like kind of be conspiracy theorists i feel like so, you know when Cass was doing his whole going around murdering everybody because he said he was the new god and he was basically like, like he actually murdered an evangelical pastor. Like a oh, whole church. Oh, that's right. How do, you, yeah. how do you think like the evangelical community, like what do you think they think about that? I wonder, you know? Like do they think that Cass is an, a demon? Do you think he's the devil? Like if they saw him again, would you be like, would they be like, holy shit, you're that guy who mass murdered the fuck out of everybody. We have you on video. Um, Also, we believe you're, you know, a super high-level demon and just bolstering our fucking belief in God and also his hellfire brimstone mythology that exists in this universe. Like, I I don't know. This is just the shit that I have questions about. But anyways, yeah. yeah. Um, This episode also includes Cass making a what he thinks is a connection with who he thinks is a human, but is in fact a reaper out to uh, hunt him down. They fuck. So yeah, she reaped that dick. Yeah. So I guess check that off the list. Um, This episode ends with Misha Collins giving the most puppy dog eyes that he possibly can. Um, (laughs) Just a little aside. I had a public, I had a fucking mental breakdown while watching this episode because oh, yeah. Cass died and I and I started muttering to myself like a fevered crazy person. I started saying supernatural can't make me feel things about death anymore. 
<laughs> you just started rocking back and forth, saying was, that over and over again, like, like a mantra. There, there isn't a heart here. There's a cold, dead rock, and it is. It, there's nothing here. Supernatural cannot make me affected by death anymore. Um, yeah. So yeah, so Cass dies this episode. Womp womp. Yep, and then he promptly comes back. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I. So we are three episodes into this season so far, and we are three for three of Sam being unconscious and Ezekiel taking over to do something that saves the day. Yeah. It's. This is getting old. Like. I don't know. I, I'm already like, God, we're three episodes in. I'm already tired of this season, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man. So I'm I'm fucking strapped in. Let's talk about something that I did enjoy about this episode, which is Misha Collins himself. I think Misha Collins is a good actor. Mm-hmm. And I really do like him as Cass. And this episode when it was about Cass navigating like if this episode had been just another you know uh the man who would be king remix where it was completely Mm -hmm. from Cass's point of view and it's just about him stumbling dick first through being a human on earth like I think that would have been very interesting really honestly what I would have kind of liked this episode to be is like a road trip movie you know what i mean yeah where it's just human cast trying to make his way back to the bunker and Mm -hmm. i would honestly if i were rewriting this episode i would cut out like like i would thread through probably some you know um meta stuff through the background like instead of having uh you know making it clear that this evangelical preacher um, played by Kevin Brief, who looks so familiar to me, but I cannot recognize him. Um, instead of instead of like having scenes with Reverend Buddy Boyle, I would like show his podcast, and he would show up on TV and in videos in the background, and there would be enough attention paid to him to where we know he's going to be a thing, and we know he's important. But the episode isn't about that, and we'll explore that at a later episode. But you know the 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 seeds have been sown um mm-hmm. meanwhile we have Cass you know connecting with humans who aren't Sam and Dean because as human as Sam and Dean are they also aren't like average fucking people Cass has n- nobody in his life that is not a supernatural fucking monster or the literal saviors of the goddamn universe. So, yeah. you know, something like that. I think this would have been really interesting, just like a quiet sort of character building episode. They didn't really focus on Sam and Dean and just kind of like was about Cass figuring out human life. I think that would have been kind of cool. Um, yeah, instead of just like the little dick tickle they gave us with... Uh him with like the homeless people yeah like like it, it was sweet and i feel like it tried to build the like him trying to be human a little bit yeah but i don't think it did enough 
so it just felt rushed. So that scene with the homeless people include like Cass has a lot of lines this episode that are like, oh right, I guess I should try this whole sleeping thing. Or he'll be like, hey, just a quick question. Do you ever get tired of peeing? Like, does that ever just like get a little passe <laughs> to you? Or eating? Yeah. Are you I it just you guys do it every day and it just seems like just a lot, you know? Um and those those moments are like they're funny, they're sweet, they're a little heartbreaking. Um, before April revealed herself to be a reaper, who I thought was a type of angel, but now I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? Who are who are reapers? Um, before April revealed herself to be a reaper, and like Cass was digging through the trash and like talking to her about stuff, I was like. This is sad. Like, I'm sad for Cass, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, when she's like, hey, do you want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And he was like, oh, no, then you'll be hungry, too. It's like, bruh, eat PB&J. Yeah. I will go ahead and say this. Um, I imagine that my first time having sex was followed up by being tortured by the person I just had sex with and then also dying and then also her dying very quickly and then waking mm. up and being thrown out of my house after being homeless. Yeah, if that hadn't gotten absurd, that would have been fucking sad. Uh, I will go ahead and say, I feel like that's all super traumatizing and I think that scene at the end where they're just kind of like, ha ha, Cass got laid, high five, is kind of inappropriate for that. Oh, it's yeah. incredibly inappropriate. Yeah, I've heard people call that scene um, sexual assault, and yeah, 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 probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see that because he was brought there under false pretenses. Yeah. Yeah. So and yeah, then, yeah. And then she, first of all, this is another honeypot. I feel like this is the second. The second episode in a row where it's like a female character has been like, I've got to do something. Time to use my feminine wiles. And it's just like, you know, like women can do other things, right? There's nothing wrong with being proud of your sexuality or even using your sexuality to get stuff you want. Like, I truly do not care. And I think it's kind of empowering. This feels less empowering and more like we don't know how women do things if they're not taking their clothes off. Oh yeah, to take this like one more level, this was like uh who wrote this episode? Was this a Brad Buckner episode? It was oh, uh, yes. Brad Buckner yeah. and Eugenie Ross Loving, our favorite oh, duo. Yeah. yeah. Our faves. <laughs> yeah, they apparently think that women are good for two things fucking and sandwiches. Yeah. God, that really is what happened this episode. Really, huh? that really yep. fucking. Except happened. he got the sandwich first. Hey, hey, remember, yeah. women are also evil temptresses who are there to lie and cheat and torture you. So, oh, yeah. just uh, jot oh, that down real quick. Sandwiches, fucking, and murder. And murder, yeah, yeah. She tortures him for information. Um, I think I think now's the time to bring up my new favorite thing. <laughs> can this episode be called smooth transitions <laughs> <laughs> no we have Aww. none of those 
it can only be called bad transitions. Okay, I want to thank the kind person at messier51.tumblr.com. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. But I, okay, so for those of you who do not know, which was me until recently, uh, the episodes that are written by Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross Lemming are called Buck Lemming episodes. I cannot believe, and here's the thing, I'd heard Buck Lemming before, but I didn't realize I didn't make the yeah, connection. I can't believe we did not hear about this earlier. I know, right? Because we've had complaints about them since they started writing I, episodes regularly. You know what? I think our listeners really dropped the ball on this. I feel like you guys should have told us. Yeah. Um, yeah this is on you and not at all on me or my inability to do research on the internet correctly. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, talk to us more, guys. Please. Yeah, t- we're so lonely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when it's only us, we just talk about the beach for 15 minutes. Okay. And then we talk about Yuhaka show for hours. <laughs> yeah, for just straight hours straight. Um, okay, so messier51.tumblr.com. I, I went, when I learned that Buck Lemming was a thing, I went to the Wikipedia, the Supernatural Wiki page for Buck Lemming to, like, you know, get the term. And I saw a link to the Buck Lemming episode bingo card, which I found on messier51.tumblr.com. Thank you so much for making this. Um, <laughs> and I would just like to say that we are doing this for every Buck Lemming episode from now on. We have no choice. Here are the squares, and I'm going to start with the free square, and then I'm going to go up to uh, the left um, top left corner. Okay, so the free square square is kind of boring, which yes, correct. And then it's bad pacing, and we're moving over to the right. Short shirtless torture, waste of a perfectly good character, consent issues, scene saved by fantastic acting, OOCness, someone is held captive and needs to be rescued, awkward dialogue, too many storylines, ought to be multiple episodes. Passes Bechtel test. Flat one-liner. Strong slash powerful female character. Um, something easily interpretable is queer baiting. Something easily interpretable is Dean Cass. Really bad stereotypes. Continuity error. Unfortunate implications. New spell slash power slash trick we've never seen before. Racism. Sam slash Dean makes a decision that makes no sense. Dave's ex machina. Weirdly cut off scenes, sexism, and sexualized violence. Uh, what do you guys think? Um, it's a it's a perfect bingo card. I think, yeah. I think with this episode alone, I don't think we'd hit all of these, but I think we would hit most of them. Most multi bingos. Multi bingos. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So first of all, something I never really thought about before, but is absolutely true: weirdly cut off scenes. Yes, these ep- the scenes in this episode just feel just a little too short. You yeah. Know? I think it was most egregious with, like, I don't quite remember the scene, but I do know it was on a Sam line. He was talking about, like, I don't know, having to find Cass or one of the multiple victims of this episode and who who did not matter. It really, the people who died this episode... I think there was one death that was a requirement, but the rest of them, it just felt like they had to breach a quota, you know? 
Like yeah. every every supernatural mm-hmm. episode has to start out with a death, because some of them just made no fucking sense. Unless you just accept the fact that angels are bloodthirsty monsters, which they kind of are, but yeah, oh, yeah. the the death of the girl, uh, of the uh, the minister's daughter, or whoever uh, it was. No, I actually think that was the one that might have been necessary, but may also maybe not. We'll get to that in a minute. But the okay. two priests at the beginning, like they're walking around, and then the angels show up, and they're like, "Hey, we heard." We heard, there are these two priests, they're walking around, they're talking about, like, some church business or whatever. Um, we have no idea who they are, we have never seen them before. These angels show up, and they're like, hey, we've heard that you may know Castiel. And before they can react, scene cuts away. Well, the next time we see them, uh, their eyes have been burned out, and their heads have been put through spikes, and they're just hanging up, and Cass finds them, and that's when he's like, oh, I've gotta run. Uh literally cannot think of a reason that they needed to die seems like a really great way to uh clue Cass into the fact that somebody's after him uh which just kind of seems like the opposite of what they would have wanted to do i don't know it just felt completely unnecessary just really stupid mm-hmm. and then the girl dying well and then every potential vessel who died can't angels tell when a vessel won't work for them? Like, I guess they're kind of desperate, but... Yeah, I thought, well... Maybe they don't. Because it's like... The vessel... So, is the lore that every angel has their perfect vessel? So... Or was that just a thing for Sam and Dean? I don't... Okay. I'm going off memory here. I don't think every angel has, like, the perfect vessel. I think that was just a Sam and Dean archangel thing, because they're super mm-hmm. special. Um, but I do think it is a thing that angels, like, have some idea of people they can possess and people they can't. Because otherwise, imagine the hilarious shenanigans... <laughs> Where's the missing scene where Cass has to, in his very first appearance, has to kill, like, ten people before he finds a vessel that can take him? I mean, I get that God's an asshole on this show, but Jesus Christ, what a design flaw. Fucking A. You have to get permission from people to possess them. You have to possess people to be able to exist in this plane. Uh, But you don't know who you can possess. It's just a a luck of the draw. (laughs) Okay. Which is admittedly Um, kind of hilarious. I think they just did it to be dicks. Like, I think, I think they, I think they knew that they couldn't possess those people and they were just like... Eh, I'm bored. You know, whatever. It's a Tuesday. Yeah, who doesn't like to see a little body splat, you know? Which which means that angels are just blood-fucking psychopaths. Yeah. Which is, um, kind of bad. Not because angels have to be good in this story, but because it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Decide how you want your angels to be. Do you want them to be like misunderstood babies who are being introduced to the concept of free will for the first time or do you want them to be fucking crazy people 
Um, so there is an answer to this. Some of it might be spoilers for me. <gasps> but so this is um, this is what SupernaturalWiki.com has to say about suitability of a vessel. Mm-hmm. The suitability of a human vessel. Uh, the suitability of a human to be in a vessel is innate. Castiel makes reference to this while possessing Claire Novak, saying that it is in her blood yeah. and appears that angels are tied to certain human family lineages. Okay. Michael, when he is using uh, young John Winchester as a vessel, tells mm-hmm. Dean, you are my true vessel, but not my only one. It's a bloodline stretching back to Cain and Abel. It's in your blood. It's in your father's blood. It's in your family's blood. With this statement being reinforced by Michael's later use of Adam, John's son, and Dean's half-brother when Dean refuses to consent. Not all vessels are suitable or durable as others. Uh, when unable to secure Sam, Lucifer uh, chooses a man named Nick. And we know all this. Um, requiring Lucifer to consume gallons of demon blood to sustain the vessel. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, yeah, I'm getting into spoilers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, after the angels were expelled from heaven by Metatron to fall to Earth, some angels were so desperate for vessels, they take the first available options as hosts, some of which result in the host exploding upon possession. <laughs> the angel Hale was so desperate to find a vessel that her first host began to decay while she was still inside it. Hale later attempted to force Castile to consent to possession after loss of, of his grace. Um, that was the first episode of the season. And then the next... So the very next sentence is... Sex appears to be irrelevant, irrelevant for angels. Oh, oh, I'm ta- they're talking about gender. Yeah. Um, yeah, not okay. the act. So, so um, okay. So, two things. One, we're going with the, the angels are so desperate they just don't give a shit excuse. Yes. Um, two... <laughs> I think, I think that uh, they pulled this out of their ass and are just ignoring established canon for the, um... Lulls? Yeah, pretty much. I I think that's what happened. Yeah. Personally. All right, let's get back to bingo. This is so much fun. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm going to go sexism definitely appeared this episode. Um, too many storylines. Mm-hmm. Uh. Could this episode have been multiple episodes? I think so. Definitely. It could yeah. definitely have been two different episodes. Yeah. We could have had one episode of, like we said earlier, one episode of Cass bopping around road trip style. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Sam and Dean trying to find him. And then another episode of... Castiel getting attacked. Um, the introduction and, of uh, the evangelical character and Bartholomew yeah. and all that. Mm. And honestly, that could have happened in the f- like. So if this were like part one, part two, that could have happened in part one, mm-hmm. and then it could have come to more of a head in the second part. Yeah. Like instead of there being a Reaper finding Castiel, it can actually be another angel. Yeah. Mm. But I guess Castiel knows how to identify angels, huh? I mean, he knows, well, okay. Or does he, can he just tell who an angel is by, you know, whether or not they're brandishing an angel blade at him? Um, I think that's it. I think he can tell an angel 
I think when he was an angel, he could tell an angel very easily. But I think now that he's human, he's having a rougher time with it. Which makes sense, because he can't, like, sense them, you know? He doesn't have his grace. He can't, like, reach out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also going to go with consent issues. Um, happened this episode. Damn, yeah. this really is spot on. Shirtless torture, technically. I don't think Cass was shirtless, but he did have his, like, button up, unbuttoned. Yeah. I think open shirt counts. <clears throat> yeah. It was, yeah. It was shirtless enough. You could see his cool new tattoo. So yeah. Let me ask you this: Did you see a nipple? Mm, I don't remember. I don't remember. No. I, saw, I saw nipples. <laughs> I'm going to count it as shirtless torture. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, someone is held captive and in need of rescue. Yep. Mm-hmm. Strong slash powerful female characters. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any flat one-liners. Yeah. I don't. That, I don't think there was uh, any one-liners this episode. Oh, uh, Dean's saying life isn't all uh, burritos and strippers, my friend. That counts. Yeah, that one must have been flat as fuck because it definitely didn't stick into my brain. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. That's why I felt comfortable bringing it up. Um. Yeah. Time to go to the wiki to see the quotes from this episode. Uh, what was I gonna say? There was a pie scene this episode, and it was it brought back Sam's like concern for eating natural foods, mm-hmm. like non processed foods. Which I don't know why it always seems so strange when that pops up. Because because we know that you know obviously it's been established that Sam tries to eat a much healthier diet than Dean does because Dean doesn't even try at all. He's just like, yeah, burgers all day. Mm-hmm. Um, but anytime Sam makes a comment about processed prepackaged foods, about like chemicals and foods and stuff, mm-hmm. I just like, I just don't like it. Yeah. I, okay. So I don't mind this fact that Sam's a little bit of like a crunchy granola like Hunter, I wish they went a little further with it though. Like, really commit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't mm. just have Sam be like, "I want to eat organic, unprocessed food." Put him on a raw vegan diet. <laughs> yeah, make him a freaking vegan. Like, fucking commit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just have him be like, "Dude, do you know how much blood I see on the regular?" Fuck that. I am. I am doing raw veggies at home. You know what I mean? I'm just, I am constantly soaked in guts and visceral and bile, and and now I'm a vegan, and that's just how that is, you know? <laughs> I can only deal with this in so many parts of my life. And and yeah. I really do feel like this is a, um example, and I know our, I harp on this, I really do, but I really feel like this is just the writers being like, ah, Sam's still here, shit. <laughs> yeah. what, do we, what do we do with him you know what, what I mean? we do with unlikable sam yeah well i you know remember the fact that he definitely used to be into eating healthy so let's let's mm. give that a shout out yeah. and it's like no really fucking commit to the fact that he is obsessed with eating healthy because here's the thing he the thing he's talking about is 
a slice of pie, which yeah, comes from a convenience store, but what fucking chemicals could a slice of pie have in it that Sam would be like, what the fuck is this? You know Potassium what I mean? sorbate. Yeah, uh, what is that? It's a preservative. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. Is it poisonous? Like, does no. it kill you? Potassium sorbate is in almost everything. I, I figured. I assumed it is. It, was. it is yes. one of the most common, like, snack preservatives. Mm. Uh, like, it would be. It would be in the pie crust at least. It would be. Mm-hmm. It might be in the filling. The filling might just be like jam or something. So yeah, maybe not. But yeah, potassium sorbate definitely. I just. I can't imagine. But like. I can't imagine there'd be much in there that Sam would be, like, super objection to, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, pie is pie. It's You can't, like, there's not much, there's not much to it. I mean, I imagine mm. that there's, you know, definitely a difference between, like, factory-made pie and homemade pie. But at the end of the day, pie crust is going to be some type of fat, flour, salt, a little bit of water, maybe some alcohol, but probably not in store pie crust or, you know, store pies. Um, the filling is going to be fruit, sugar, cream based. It just kind of depends. Mm. Um, and that's pretty much all pie. That maybe some nuts, like get crazy. You know what I mean? Pie is just not a super complicated food. It's not Man, like I... they're adding a bunch of red dye 50, you know? Yeah. Man, well, could, there might be a little bit of that in there. Possibly, I could fuck yeah. some pie right now. I'll tell you, you know that what? Fuck it. We're mm-hmm. going to the store. We're getting some pie, and we're reading out the ingredients list. Let's so. do a comparison because I kind of want a fried pie. Mmm, fried we'll get, pies. We get regular pie and fried pie. Maybe you know, some cobbler. You know what? I would accept this from um, a Hostess fruit pie. Sam can be as yeah. critical of Hostess fruit pies as he fucking wants because those are disgusting horrifying delicacies of disgustingness and i've said disgusting like five times but it's true i hate hostess fruit pies possibly more than i hate anything in more the than world. you hate beans i can't say I, I can't say that i've ever had a hostess fruit uh fruit pie it, have you ever seen a dream die because somehow they harnessed <laughs> that feeling and baked it into a pie. You know what I mean? I think What's the there's opposite only... of cooking with love? Is it cooking with <laughs> a difference? <laughs> I don't think it's hatred. Truly, I don't think they care. You know they what I mean? It. There's spite and angst. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I, because that spite and angst would require some feeling. But these pies are nothing. Are there there's nothing that's in them. It's... They're so bad. First of all, there's no fruit. There is, at best... Okay, so the pie filling of Hostess fruit pies, or at least the ones I've had, had no bits of fruit in it. But do you know the weird jelly shit that comes along with, like, pie filling when you buy it pre-made? There is that. Oh, yeah, it was just all that? Just gloop. Just gloop. Right? The yeah, crust is sweet. I will grant you. But what else does it have going on? Perhaps some saltiness or some flakiness or some butteriness? Nope. No, it's just sweet. It's just a sweet, gloopy mess in your fucking mouth. And it's disgusting. And I, I mean, think the part that offends me the most 
is that they used to have superheroes shilling for this shit. I mean, there used to be a full-page ad at the end of comic books being like, you know who loves a hostess fried pie? Superman does. He eats them before he beats the shit out of Calendar Man, who's a real villain. Look that shit up. And I just want to say this. Clark Kent grew up on a goddamn farm. He knows a good pie, all right? He does not eat hostess fried fucking pies. Oh, my God. Anyways, fried pie rant over. I have, um, I have a lot of feelings I have a, I have a Walmart, like, I, I've got the uh, ingredients for the Walmart freshness guaranteed apple pie yeah. in front of me. Yep. So here's the ingredients. It's surprisingly not a lot. Okay. Water. Apples, wheat flour, palm oil, sugar, corn syrup, modified tapioca starch, dextrose, salt, dairy, whey, preservatives, sodium propionate, potassium sorbate, citric acid, excuse me, butter, uh, which is made with cream, water, and salt, non-fat milk, spices, xanthan gum, lemon juice concentrate. Not a whole lot of chemicals in there. We've got two preservatives. And then we've got some acids to also act as a preservative. So, really not that bad. I posted a screenshot in the diner channel on our subreddit. Ari, I have a big question for you. Yes. You do mean the one in the top left. The, specifically the hostess ones, right? Yes, yeah, specifically the hostess ones. I do see chunks of fruit in there. Yeah. But I am telling you. I swear on my mother's life, then. Oh, no, 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 no. I've never gotten a chunk of fruit in a hostess fried pie. Oh, no, I'm right there with you. But I like the ones in the top right, the ones that are like, look like they have like super old labels. Yes. Yeah. I can't tell what the brand is. It's like. Oh, it's hostess. I think it's just. I think it's old timey hostess. That's how old these, these, these fruit pies are. Okay. I mean, I remember those being better, but it's also been a minute since I've had that specific kind of fruit pie or fruit All fried right. pie. Y'all want the ingredients for Hostess apple fruit pie? Hit yes. us with it. It is enriched flour, which is made with wheat flour, niacin, reduced iron, thymine, mononitrate, uh, riboflavin, folic acid, sugar, water, palm oil, glycerin, dehydrated apples, which are treated with sulfur dioxide to retain color. That's a fucking contains, lie. <laughs> contains 2% or less modified cornstarch, salt, preservatives, which are the same as the uh, other pie, uh, flour, which is made with malted barley and wheat, dextrose, xanthan gum, uh, cinnamon, uh, oh, goodness, uh, sorbitan, monosaturate, mon- monosterate, actually, uh, natural flavors, calcium carbonate, agar, mono, and diglycerides, soy l- l- lectifen. Which one of those chemicals is, you know, the the pure feeling of just disappointment? That's probably the uh, diglycerides. Okay, that's that's all. It's all coming together. <laughs> See, I thought it was the riboflavin. <laughs> I. So uh, there's actually this is um, interesting food fact. Anytime you see something called enriched flour, Mm -hmm. that's actually better for you than regular ass flour because enriched flour has stuff added into it like niacin, 
and iron and all this other stuff that is stuff that the body does not get out of a regular human diet. That's awesome. So we have added it in. It is the same reason why you see iodized salt because of all the stuff that we eat as humans we do not get a lot of iodine in our diet but we still need iodine in our body interesting so especially so iodine the big ones are iodine and niacin and those are incredibly important and should not be written off as chemicals because if you do not get them you will get goiters and you will die (laughs) Well, um, that's first of all, that's a very interesting fun fact. Thank you for sharing that with us, Travis. Second of all, um, where's the astronaut meme of one of them looking at the Earth and the other one pointing a gun at him? Because uh, here it is. It's all chemicals. It's all always chemicals. It always has been. Yep. Yes, exactly. All, Thank you, Hank Green. All of it is chemicals. <laughs> all of it down to everything is all chemicals. Oops, all chemicals. That's our Oops, entire all chemicals. universe. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. Anyways, sorry I paused the podcast for several minutes to talk about Hostess Fruit Pies. <laughs> Hey, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't them. be a Habcast episode without it's it. So yeah. much. Please do not eat them. They are bad. But if you find any with fruit in them, you take a picture of that shit and you at me at actually tall on Twitter because <laughs> um, I'll, I'll need photographic evidence. Oh God, with the box and also a newspaper holding to the date on which you bought it. <laughs> okay. Anyways, sorry. I just uh, I have a lot of feelings about fruit pies because they're so good. They're so delicious. God, I really um, I want a fruit. The pie. the main thing in niacin is vitamin B three. By the way, ah, oh. that's pretty nice. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get back to the stupid fucking episode. <laughs> I love I, I love episodes like this where we do everything but talk about oh, the episode. God. What is there to talk about? What fucking happens? Nothing. Yeah, fucking nothing. Nothing. There nothing. was like one, two things happened in this episode, and somehow it could have been two episodes. This yeah. is this is an episode. Well, here's the thing. It's like it's like it's like Jeremy Carver went up to Buck Lemming and we're like, all right, we're going to let you guys throw a bunch of spaghetti on the wall, uh, but we don't, we're not going to tell you which one's going to stick. You know, that's going to be a surprise for us all later. Um, <laughs> so nothing gets introduced that seems like it has any staying power. Like, are you convinced Bartholomew is going to be just a, a, the big bad? You know what Absolutely I mean? Absolutely not. I think he's going to be an effective mini boss for fucking Metatron, who's also struggling in the effective villain territory. Like, this is, oh my god, it's another season of too many fucking villains. Oops, all villains. Oops, all villains. Oh god, and none of them are though. good. For real, the, uh, the best season of, the best villain of season nine so far is fucking Dean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he has effectively betrayed his friends, gaslit the shit out of everybody, lied every episode. Like, good good job, Dean. He's lived long enough to become the villain, and nobody thought it would happen. Nobody yeah. thought we would get to here. Oh, God. 
Okay. I just, yeah. There are people mm. on this episode. A lot of people. Uh, there's a rogue reaper following Sam and Dean trying to, to track down Cass. He gets tortured by them. He gets caught out pretty quickly. Um, Bartholomew is played by another very familiar face, Adam J. Harrington, who's also been in Parks and Recreation, Dirty John, Bosch, The Little Things, um, SWAT, NCIS, Shadowhunters, Drop Dead Diva, Supernatural again. Hmm. So, so yeah, so there's that. Um, yeah, what else? Did you guys have anything you liked about this episode? Um, I mean, the only thing that I really liked was the plot device of the angels using the evangelicals to find hosts it had kind of uh it gave me season seven leviathan vibes it was like leviathan light leviathan light yeah yeah um because it was also like it felt kind of on the nose it was like of course this would be something that happens Mm -hmm. in this universe like Angels are trying to find vessels, so all of this. Yeah, like, I don't know. It, it To me, it felt like the most naturally realistic part of the episode. Yeah. And then the, the, the evangelical pastor becomes, you know, savvy to the whores that are actual angel culture. Which I think is great. He's very chill with it, though. I mean, he just kind of, like, barely reacts. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, just immediately accepts the fact that some people are going to have to die to make heaven on earth a thing. Which does feel, I don't know, at least true to my experience when dealing with evangelicals. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been... For sure, for sure. I mean, his faith has been cemented. Like, it's been, like... Oh, this thing you've spent like forever and like you've argued with people about forever and ever is proven to be true. You're talking with a real life angel, like mm. right in fucking front of you, and then he blows up your daughter by putting angel grace inside of her, and she blows up because she can't take it. Uh, what is he supposed to do in that situation? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's an interesting juxtaposition between that scene and his character and the scene with Cass in the church with the one lady who's praying to make her uh, husband better. Oh, also a little bit of... Um, have you noticed that this show has a line of Catholics good, Protestants bad? I did not notice that. Like, every Protestant we see in this show, not that I am defending either Catholics or Protestants, but every Protestant we see in this show is a fucking mouth-breathing, like, sexist, homophobic piece of shit. Mm 
And all of the Catholics are like in the supernatural know with minor exceptions. And they're usually shown in a much better light. Um, sometimes have figured out like ways to save the day a la the priest from last season who figured out how to cure a demon. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just it, Catholic. Like if you're associated with the Catholic church, you, and even if you're not like a priest or a nun, you are usually shown off in a much, much better light than Protestants or non-Catholics. That- that is really interesting. Because, yeah. and, and that's the thing since season one, because the first instance I can remember of a Protestant in season one is the Faith Healer episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the first instance I can remember of a Catholic in season one, ooh, it's a toss-up. There's definitely an episode where they kind of have to go to a priest for help, but then... Is the Hookman episode like that? <sighs> I don't think it's Hookman. I don't remember which episode it is. I think there's an episode where they have to go to a priest for help. I actually think it might be a demon-related episode. Um, where they have to go to a priest for help, and he's able to, like, help them, but not quite in the way they think. I don't know. Of course, some supernatural system shit help happens, but he's mm-hmm. a very sympathetic character. But then also at the very end of season one, um, we briefly, and I mean briefly, meet a preacher friend of theirs who uh, dies. And he, I believe, was Catholic, too. Or he wore the collar, which I'm pretty sure is only a thing like Episcopalians and Catholics wear. But I could be wrong. I don't know. But yeah, so, and I don't know. I just feel like throughout the entire show, it's been like, if you're going to have a good religious person, they're going to be Catholic. And if they're bad, then they're uh, not Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a little weird thing. I don't know. I don't know. Is Kripke Catholic? Like, now I kind of want to know. Let's say, can I find out that information? Is that... Pri- it feels know. very private. It might be on his Wikipedia, though. Eh, feels private. I bet he's not. So, yeah, probably not. But it also feels private. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he said he's agnostic. But raised Christian, uh, they he attended all kinds of stuff. Wait, no, this is someone else. Who did this? This is an AMA. Wait. Oh no, this is just some fucking random Reddit post. Never mind. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Shit. Oh, Supernatural creator Eric Kripke answers fans' questions. There's no way this can be bad. <laughs> Ain't no way I can follow my ass doing this shit. Oh, is there... Oh, this is shit about season three. And there's questions about the writer's strike. Great. <laughs> Okay, so once again, sorry to just take us completely off track, but I, for the first time, went through Eric Kripke's IMDb. Do not look. I want you to guess what I have found, because you will never guess it in a million fucking years. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I can't believe I've never heard of this. How is it possible? 
Is it a show that he did before Supernatural? No, it's actually a Supernatural spinoff, kind of. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God, oh, man, oh, God, oh, man. Does it have something to do with Bobby? No. Mm. Lucifer. Nope. Oh. I'm out of guesses. It's, ki- it's only kind of a spinoff, guys. Only kind of. Okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is because it's blowing my fucking mind right now. Does it have to do with a car? Yes. No. It's the supernatural gender swap episodes. What? Where they Excuse remade? Me? <laughs> they re fucking made like six episodes of Supernatural. Did the gave it the Fiona and Cake treatment? Hmm. I don't know how I feel about this information. Well, we're definitely gonna have to find those for Let's Shag Ass. Oh, you know yeah. what we also fucking need to find? Um, Winchester, a man hell bent on revenge after his wife's murder. Seeks answers while paving the paths for his sons. It is uh, a. Is that like a short film? One TV series. Um. Is this the prequel? This might be the prequel. No. Yeah, I was gonna say that might be the prequel. Okay. Anyways, it stars Britt Bankhead as John Winchester. Okay, now that's not right. That's not right. Okay, anyways, sorry. Back to the gender swap thing, because (laughs) holy fucking shit. Um, just holy shit. Like, how have I never heard of this? It's supernatural, but they switched the genders of the characters. Some of them. Wow! Can I get a yeah? Can I get a reaction, please? Because I'm losing I mean, my I'm mind just, right now. I'm just dumbstruck, honestly. Guess what episodes <laughs> got remade? Whoa! whoa. Oh, now I'm God. seeing now I'm seeing different different like episodes because I'm seeing like this mini series. We have to find these. These don't exist. I'm being punked. Oh shit! Somebody ch- on IMDb. There's a hell of a list. Yeah, somebody somebody added these, and they're not real, and this is a joke. Fool's Gold Theater Productions. There we go. Okay. This is not real. Good, good, good. I uh, was about to lose my mind. Guys, I have, a new, I have news. They're fan-made. Yeah. I think I found them. No. You f- like you found where you can watch them? I think I found one episode. Oh god. I think they're fan-made. Yeah, no, they're fan-made, yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought this was like a real fucking thing that happened. I mean, it is okay. real. Fan-made stuff is very real. But I thought somebody put this shit on the CW and I was about to be like, "What the fuck?" Okay, so we're absolutely watching this for LSA. This sounds amazing. 
And now that I know it, it's fan-made, I'm, like, not going to lose my goddamn mind over it. Cool, 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 cool. Alright, cool. Oof. Well, Man, exciting. this has been... This has been a time. This has been a time. This episode has been crazy. We learned yeah. so much today. <laughs> oh, I bet this Winchester thing is fan-made, too. God, that's the yeah. confusing thing about IMDb, because... It's like... And Eric Kripke is listed on there because he was the original creator of Supernatural, so it has to be based on the works of Eric Kripke, something like that. And that's why he's in the credits. Yes. Yes, that's it. Mm. Okay. This was driving me crazy. All right. Um... Would you guys like to read some reviews of this amazing episode of Supernatural? Absolutely. Great. So you'll be happy to know that it seems like, at least on IMDb, feelings are kind of mixed. Yeah. Like, this is one of the lower-rated Supernatural episodes I've seen, but there's still some 10 out of 10s. Yeah, the first two reviews are 10s out of 10s. Yes. All right. Let's do... I want to I wanna go into the lowest review. Um, this is titled, I'm No Angel. Castiel is missing. Dean and Sam, plus Ezekiel, go searching for him, fearing that he might be in trouble. This episode is difficult to review. I'm a huge fan of Castiel. I was very excited to watch this episode because it was supposed to be all about Castiel learning to adjust and struggle with his humanity, also writing from all the angels that want his head on a platter. At Supernatural convention panels prior to this, the actors made mention of things they enjoyed or thought was interesting, such as Castiel bathroom scene, or Castiel living under a bridge with the homeless, or Castiel having trouble sleeping. These were things many people were eager to see play out. However, what did the episode consist of? Well, the parts we expected to see, such as Castiel's difficulties with eating, sleeping, and temporary living arrangements, took up so little of the episode that it might as well have not been mentioned. What we did get, however, was a new love interest for Castiel. I use the term love interest very, very loosely. When the promo for the episode come out, came out, we all saw footage of Castiel meeting a woman and then a brief clip of them kissing. There was some uproar about this particular footage, some positive, some negative. But the one thing I heard constantly from the fans was, don't fuck this up, and I too was sincerely hoping that the writers would create a scenario that was believable as well as interesting. How did it play out? Well, I won't say anything for spoilers' sake, but take a gander at the picture right next to the title on IMDb, or take one glance at the promotional pictures shown before the episode even aired. How did this love interest play out, or help the plot? In my aunt completely honest opinion, it did not help at all. When things turned sour, as things normally do on Supernatural, it wasn't even a, wow, what a crazy twist. It was more along the lines of a, are you kidding me? Or was that necessary? Because there are just so many times when the writing felt forced, fast, and unnecessary. Completely agree. I would have been much more interested in seeing Castiel battle his hunger, trying to find shelter on the streets, instead of this forced relationship between Castiel and the strange woman. There are so many ways this could have been written differently and more effectively in terms of Castiel's development. Castiel felt out of character. I'm just going to say that now. And I know that many author people feel the same way. Castiel said things, some things in uh, 
season one or episode one that I felt were very powerful, only to have it all completely flip in this episode. His line in episode one that I loved the most was, I'm one of you angels. I will never stop being one of you. And while this episode's title is, I'm no angel, not only is this the title is something Castiel says, did he truly lose all of his certainty in a matter of days? There is supernatural lore that is thrown out the window for the sake of making the episode fit, which either means the writers did not care to follow up on their own rules, or they simply thought we wouldn't notice. This all sounds very harsh and negative, I'm aware. However, it's very hard to shake off these negative feelings when we're dealing with a main character that is adored by so many people. When the writers brush off years of character consistency for the sake of one episode, people will get be disappointed or even angry. There were certainly some scenes that were enjoyable and left me excited for the future episodes. Jared Padalecki does an amazing, amazing job flipping between Sam and Ezekiel, and this part of the plot is still very interesting. Many fans are still unsure whether to trust Zeke. He has been and still is very helpful and offers his assistance in the search for Castiel, but Dean is having issues with Zeke just showing up whenever he feels like it. And with Sam... Still in the dark about being possessed by an angel, Dean is constantly having to lie or dodge questions in order to avoid telling Sam the truth. At one point in this episode, Dean is forced to choose between two things, both of which are unpleasant. I hope the decision Dean made will be further explored and questioned. Episode 1 and 2 of Season 9 were fantastic. As I said, I'm a huge fan and was holding so much hope for this episode, only to be left disappointed. I hope things are redeemed later on and that any inconsistencies or plot holes are fixed. For now, though, I think we can all look, we can still look forward to great episodes ahead. Despite this little bump in the road, season nine is still looking very promising. I'm no angel, three out of ten. I mean, damn, that really said it all. It really yeah. does. Like, they said what we were all thinking. Also, I'm going to go ahead and contradict a little bit, though, and I'm going to say this. I don't think that Cass is acting out of character. I think his character is so fucking inconsistent that anything he does is technically in character. Yeah. Like, I truly just don't think the writers know what to do with Cass sometimes. And, um, yeah, I don't know. This also feels very much like, I don't know, do they talk? Do they talk? You know? Do they show each other scripts before they write the rest of the season? Um, because, yeah, you're right. In the first episode, Cass was like, oh, yeah, I'm still an angel no matter what. And now he's like, no, nah, no, I'm not. Which is yeah. quite a change and not a whole lot of build up to that. So. Uh, here is. Oh, going back to the Ezekiel thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that, Travis? I. Oh. I'm ready for it to be done. Like I said, I think last episode or maybe the first one, this just reeks of soulless Sam reboot in some ways. Um, because it's basically, or like, you know, the second half of soulless Sam where it's like, we can't tell Sam that he was soulless or he'll fucking die because he'll remember everything or Mm -hmm. some shit like that. Like, it's just it's more reasons to lie to Sam to create drama and I don't like it. Dean yeah. is willing to sacrifice anything or anyone to protect Sam and sometimes that includes Sam. Yeah. Like which is fucked up. It yeah. really is. 
That's why I'm just like, Dean is the true villain of this season so far. He really is. Yeah. Like, this is a low. for yeah. At yeah. least for me. I And I will say, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is going to introduce some character conflict. This is going to be great. Because... Um, so far, like recently, I'd felt like the show had just been Dean's shitting on Sam. And and now, you know, we get to see, like, how toxic their relationship has really fucking gotten. Like, this is stuff that's obviously would be horrifying and impossible to happen in real life. But, you know, in fiction, it's, like, cool to explore this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And I, sh- I shan't say anything else. I shan't. So, um, just for the sake of uh, being fair, a lot of these reviews were 6 out of 10s and 8 out of 10s, and then we had two 10 out of 10s. I'm going to read one of the 8 out of 10s just because they're the shorter ones. And, um, yeah, nice. so here we go. Uh, if you took a step back and looked at what this episode consisted of, this episode sounds like it wouldn't be too great. This being the case, I still oddly enjoyed it. If you told me that I would have liked an episode with Cass being without his powers a season or two ago, I wouldn't have believed it. This was actually an interesting episode. I like Cass roughing it on the streets and knew something was up with when that random girl had sex with him despite being a homeless man she didn't know that she met that day. Bummer for Cass, though. Super bummer for Cass when Zeke says there's no way to him staying there. Still don't understand why he couldn't stay there with them. Aren't they invisible to all the angels there? Douchey Zeke. Decent. 8 out of 10. Yeah. Decent. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. I I don't think it's decent. I think it is lame. It's bad. And bad. Yeah, this is an episode that should have been two and a half episodes, kind of, and one of those episodes should have been retooled from the ground up. Like, I have a question. Is answer. this episode worse than Man's Best Friend with Benefits? <sighs> I feel like that gets into semantics of the word bad and worse. <laughs> I think it gets into, like, opinions. <laughs> Like, um, it's not worse than Man's Best Friends with Benefits because this episode didn't have implied bestiality. Yeah. Mm, you bring up a very good point. I think if Supernatural can find a way to top implied bestiality, I'll fucking eat my hat. I don't know. Mm. Like, <laughs> but I don't that's, know, Travis. That's There's a lot of seasons take. left. Oh, God. Why would, you Our, ever, okay. why would you ever doubt them in this way? Please. I like, I know we're trying to keep this as spoiler for me, free for me as possible. Please tell me that there is not a man preg episode. <laughs> oh my God. No promises. Uh, yeah, absolutely no promises, only because I do not remember. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen some of these seasons now, Travis. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and tell you for sure. <laughs> I'm 69% sure that there's an all the way through episode. Nice. I'm fucking also, weeping. 
First of all, if there is a man prank ev- and prank episode, what are you going to do about it, Travis? What are you going to fucking do I'm about gonna it? Are you going to not talk about it? Are we not going to watch it? Are we just going to skip it? Are you out of your goddamn mind? Are you oh, kidding? We're still going to fucking watch the Amprag episode. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, oh God. God. Any, and, and on that note, and on that note, that bombshell. any final thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, hopes, dreams, wishes, alternate realities, anything. Empreg would have made this episode a lot more interesting. In this, we agree and are friends. (laughs) Correct. Yes. Angels should operate like a horse or a seahorses. This is more of a general. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Agreed. And also, in some fanfic, they do. Um, (laughs) This is a general, like, supernatural thought, not necessarily related to this episode. But every time we record an episode, I get the itch to read some supernatural fanfic. But I have a really hard time finding um, supernatural fanfic that I like. So if anyone has any suggestions, please do not send, like... Stuff with sexual assault, or I don't know. I like Sam centric stuff too. Like, hey, if you have any Sam centric mpreg <laughs> fix, send them right to Ari at Actually Tall. <laughs> oh, no, uh, <laughs> you walked right into that one. Buddy. If you have any Sam centric not mpreg fix, um, feel free to send me the suggestions. Literally anywhere. I'm not a huge. Destiel person, as previously mentioned, but I can deal with it in the background as long as it's not like the focus. Uh, yeah, please and thank you. I, I, I got the itch, but it's hard for me to find stuff that I like, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm into. So, um, which you think wouldn't be because there's so much supernatural fanfic out there, but I don't know. After, after when, when I when I go look for supernatural fanfic, I have to limit it down so much to like not see stuff that I don't want to see that I get like <laughs> two fix and they were yeah. both updated in 2019. Nice. Yeah. All right, I think that's it for me. Yeah, that's that's all I've got. I got nothing. Uh, retroactively <laughs> add in way more impreg, Kripke. <laughs> Mm, no oh oh boy well you know i'm no angel but i'm fucking here aren't i travis yeah the next episode is called slumber party what is it about slumber party um so Sam and Dean and Cass and Kevin are all having a slumber party at the bunker. Hmm. And they're going to get some pizza. P I Z Z A. Give me pizza. Okay, we see what you're doing. Be- <laughs> stop, stop your reign of terror. Well, Travis, would you like a little spoiler about next week's episode? 
Yeah. Uh, it's about your favorite fanfic trope, impreg. Okay. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> it's an alpha beta omega fic come to television. Ooh. All right. Lord. Uh, but is there is there any ligma in this episode? Oh, there's so much ligma. Get ready to Lig- ligma balls. <laughs> <laughs> I know what Ligma is. <laughs> All right. What about any any grabma? Any grabma ditties? Yes. Also that. <laughs> it's just a wash. It's just yeah. fucking a wash. Yeah, but is there any Kenya in this episode? Uh, nope. Fresh out. Oh. Kenya, stop asking me questions <laughs> so I can finish the episode now. <laughs> All right. If you're listening to this, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate the ever-living fuck out of you. Yeah, that's right. I said it. The ever-living fuck. I curse. I'm an adult. If you want to hear more from us, you can check out our website, Habcast.com, where you can find links to all of our social media at Habcast on Twitter and Instagram. And hey, Aspen, a supernatural podcast on Facebook. Um, The other place where dreams go to die. Uh, If you want to hear more from us, please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Habcast, where for $3 a month you can gain access to the other show we do, that is Let's Shag Ass. It's the show where we watch things that are not supernatural, that have supernatural actors in them that are not supernatural. Um, if you join our Patreon for any amount of money, you can also join our Habcast Discord. It is a lot of fun. People post memes and videos and and pictures of food they ate and we just we laugh it up and we have a good time um until next time have fun and don't die fruit pie <laughs>